Cup of Love, the podcast. Here, we talk about everything from book recommendations, self-care, to life advice. Stay tuned for weekly episodes uploaded every Wednesday. I'm your host, Camille. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am literally basically going to be done with all of my recording or episodes, I should say, for March. And it's literally February 27th. So it's like the second to last day of February. Um, I was going to wait to record this episode until March, but then we got updates from our school saying that we're going to go back to four days a week at the beginning of March. And then at the end of March, we're going to go fully back to school. So like five days a week. Not really sure how I feel about it. I'm not looking forward to it at all. Just because I, I really enjoy doing online school. I like it a lot better than going in person. Um, and since I figured that we were switching to that, I would probably be busy in March just because I get so exhausted after school and I just don't feel like doing anything and so I figured I should just probably whip out this episode and then wait to record um all the books I read in March until the end of March obviously um anyways so the affirmation for this week is I trust I'm right where I need to be I really like this um, affirmation just because I kind of say it to myself a lot, but I never really knew it was an affirmation until earlier this week um, when I saw it. And I was like, I really like this because I always just, if something I feel like is not going my way or I just feel like I should be doing more or I feel like... um, things just aren't happening how I feel like they are and I feel like I just tell myself that I'm just right where I need to be I wouldn't be in the position that I am now unless I wasn't ready for it or it just wasn't meant to be you know so I kind of tell myself that a lot and I thought it would be a good affirmation to share with you guys too um I haven't been into anything new recently I've been playing two dots while I watch Netflix recently in the mornings um and I really really like playing it um it makes me think too so it's kind of like a thinking game um it's really relaxing too so I recommend it um and then a show that I've really been into lately is Grace and Frankie It's basically about these two older women who are best friends. They're, like, in their 70s, and, like, it's a lot of old people humor, but it's making me look forward to my 70s. I used to be terrified to be old. Um, Still kind of am, but I, you know, I feel like maybe your 70s aren't going to be that bad after all. I don't know. It's a really, really funny show. I recommended it to my therapist and she started watching it and she loves it. So obviously I'm not the only person who likes it. Um, So yeah, so it's definitely a show for like all ages. 
except for like little kids because it is it does have a little bit of inappropriate humor in it but it's really funny and I really enjoy it um and then for the life update I kind of already told you what was happening with school and so the only other life update I have for you guys is today my family and I we went on a short little day trip and I got some new clothes some new earrings I got a black puffer jacket I don't have any jackets that I like to wear like I have jackets that I wear um when I'm going to like a nice dinner or something but like it's not like I'm doing that anytime soon and I just don't really like those jackets and so when we got up to the place that we were going for our day trip it was freezing I was wearing a tank top and ripped jeans I thought it was supposed to be in the 70s apparently not and so I was freezing and we went into the store and there was this black puffer jacket for sale for like $10. Super cute. Like the trendy cute puffer jackets that are in. And so we bought that and then I got this really cute sweater that I'm wearing right now. I don't even know if you would call it a sweater. It's kind of like a half zip up cropped shirt maybe. I wouldn't really call it a sweater. You could probably wear something under it but I mean it kind of can go either way but it is cropped so I feel like I wouldn't wear anything under it um I got that and then I got these gold hoop earrings um my ears are like super sensitive and so I can't really wear like studs or earrings with backs they kind of have to be like clips I don't know how to explain it um but I got some of those and they're pretty heavy so I'm not gonna wear them all the time but just for fun or if I want to I guess and it was really cold up there but I had a lot of fun and it was definitely worth it we weren't supposed to get back until like 5 p.m or like 6 p.m but we ended up getting back at like four around four I think and my parents and my sister decided to go out again but I decided to stay here at the house so I could record an episode and do some stuff and then tomorrow I'm probably going to work on school stuff because I have an art project due Monday um I want to do some BioCon Academy I don't know if that's going to be helpful but I'm kind of struggling in bio I have a really good grade in bio. I just don't do very well on the test and I feel like I could improve. So I'm gonna do some BioCon Academy and then work on a Spanish video that I've been working on for like weeks now. And we turned in our video rough draft and my teacher said I did a really good job. So I wish I could turn that one in for like the final draft, but I just feel like that just wouldn't work. So, I've been pretty busy lately, I feel like. Um, I feel like quarter three is always, like, the worst because, like, school is just droning on and on. And then you just... And it's, like, really cold and I don't know. I'm just not vibing with semester two. I wish it would be over already. But whatever, whatever. At least I'm over halfway done with school this year. So that's good. That's 
looking on the bright side. I'm trying to stay positive. I've been working on that. I've been challenging my thoughts recently just because um, I've been super paranoid again recently. I used to be a lot more paranoid, um, especially when I watch documentaries and I haven't watched a scary documentary in months and I don't know why because like I'll constantly be like oh my gosh what if I got kidnapped right now or what if this happened and it's super irrational and I was listening to what we said podcast and um Chelsea said something that made a lot of sense she said that um you can figure out if what you're thinking is intuitive or just irrational or just your anxiety talking and if it's your anxiety talking you can figure that out because you're saying what if you're always going to say something like what if and then when you're being intuitive you're you're being like I know this is going to happen this is going to happen and I've kind of challenged my thoughts a lot recently with that especially today because sometimes I get a little nervous in car rides because I'm like oh my gosh what if I got in a car accident what if the car flipped all of a sudden what if the engine overheated and the car caught fire and all that stuff and I've noticed I've been able to be like I'm saying what if I'm not being intuitive so this is just my anxiety talking what's the likelihood of this happening probably below 70 percent so and that's really been helpful for me I feel like um really being able to use that thought process helps me challenge me myself and I don't feel myself getting as nervous I don't feel getting nauseous I don't feel myself getting a headache or stuff like that like all of the symptoms that come along with my anxiety and so that's been really helpful. So I thought I would share that with you guys. Um, but anyways, so today's episode topic, which I did not say at the beginning of the episode, is dealing with depressive feelings and how to cope with them. And so let's just dive right into today's episode. Okay, so I have dealt with depressive feelings um, a lot, and especially in middle school. I haven't dealt with them as recently, and I felt like since I've kind of, I haven't, I shouldn't say I have overcome completely these feelings, but I feel like I've been able to work through them, and I feel like I could give you guys some advice just because I've kind of noticed that the depressive feelings just aren't there anymore and there are some things that I've started doing recently that have helped a lot and the first thing on that list is doing self-care days. I have done this recently like this would be my third week doing and having a self-care day um once a week and I normally do Sunday just because tomorrow's Monday I want to start off the day or the week I should say with positive feelings and feeling good about myself and so I chose Sunday you could obviously choose Wednesday or Friday or whatever day you works best for you but I chose Sunday 
and normally what I'll do is I'll do a face mask I will do I will use like cuticle oil because my cuticles are hideous they're the ugliest things in the entire world nobody wants to look at them nobody wants to look at my nails either especially when they're short so I use cuticle oil um, some days I'll sometimes I'll do my makeup or I'll straighten my hair just doing simple things that make myself feel better and I tomorrow's Sunday and so I'm gonna start adding like yoga or Pilates into the day and see if that helps I'll meditate to journal those are just some activities that I do throughout the day I normally focus on the main activities towards the end of the night um just because that's what I do you could always do them in the morning I kind of divide the activities throughout the day though just so that I'm not doing it all at once because I feel like I get bored pretty easily and that would just not work for me but you could always do a self-care day and just kind of add activities as you go along with this like new weekly routine I guess because that's what I've started doing and I've noticed major improvements on my mood on Mondays and so I would recommend doing that and just also like realizing that it's really important to take time out of your week to do self-care and I feel like I'm just too lazy to do it every single day I know some people who do it every single day don't know how they do it and so I just do it once a week and obviously I'll sometimes do a face mask during the middle of the week I'm not excluding um self-care activities on every single day except for Sunday I feel like that's just stupid if I want to do a face mask I'll do it then so that's just my first tip and my second tip is talk to people I hate talking about my feelings to people I always tell myself that nobody cares nobody cares how I feel it's just me being a burden they feel like they have to deal with my emotions when they're dealing with their own stuff and obviously some people aren't gonna care but I feel like nine times out of ten People are going to care, especially if you're talking to people who care about you and want you to be happy and feel like you deserve to feel happy. And I have kind of slowly started to learn that it's good to talk about your feelings. And sometimes I will talk to myself about my own feelings. And that sounds kind of strange. Like, I don't actually talk aloud but in my head I'll be like why am I feeling this way what are the steps I can take to make myself feel better and I kind of treat myself as if I was my friend talking to me about my feelings if that makes sense and you know and that helps too and I but I would definitely go to somebody else first before yourself and I've learned that like most of the times people genuinely care about how you're feeling so you shouldn't psych yourself out and be like oh my god nobody cares about how I'm feeling people you know so 
I would recommend talking to people. I know sometimes it can be nerve-wracking, at least for me. I don't know about anybody else, but sometimes that's just nerve-wracking for me. Um, but I would totally recommend talking to people. And you always end up feeling better at the end. Even if the advice that that person gave you was crap or you know that you're not going to use it or you've tried that advice before and it just didn't work you feel better because you're talking about your emotions and you're not bottling it up inside bottling it up inside is just bad that bad energy and negative energy needs to leave your body and the best way to do that is talking to people so definitely recommend talking to people next one is journal Whenever I journal, I learn something new about myself or something new that I was feeling that I didn't know I was feeling or something that I was holding on to that I didn't know I was still holding on to. And I always feel better after journaling. It's similar to kind of how I said earlier, how I, sometimes I will talk to myself about how I'm feeling. That's kind of what I do except in writing form. And that helps me a ton. I used to journal like every single day when I was like 12, like eight through 12, I journaled every single day in my diary. And starting when I was 13, I kind of fell out of the habit. And I'm really trying to encourage myself to journal every single day. But now I've just gotten so lazy about it. I'm just like, oh, this sounds like a chore to me. And it's not, it's not a chore. After I start writing, it's like the words are coming out of me and I just can feel myself feeling so much better and it just makes me want to do it more. But obviously, I just feel like journaling has helped me a lot. I've noticed that journaling has kind of made a comeback and like so many influencers I follow talk about how they're journaling now and I thought it was so weird when I was eight like eight through 12 I thought I was psychotic for keeping a diary or a journal or whatever and I thought people would make fun of me for keeping one and stuff like that but obviously like it's not embarrassing at all and I know that a lot of people do journal prompts or they'll do bullet journals and like the really cool ones like I just have a diary like I just put the date and time of when I'm writing it and then just start writing sometimes I'll doodle and make it more fun to look at but most of the time I just do it like a diary and if you don't have like super neat handwriting or stickers or whatever just you do it like a diary like there's no point in like some people obviously that it motivates them to make it look clean and nice but like honestly that just would take so much time out of my day and I don't know I just I'm just super lazy and so I would just never keep a bullet journal ever in my entire life anyways so journaling is definitely something I recommend. The next one is meditate. I talk about meditation all the time. Like I feel like in every single episode, I'm just like, I use insight timer. Like I do. And I swear by meditation, it just makes me feel better. It's almost like when I sit down and meditate and I close my eyes and I'm on my sitting on my bed, I literally feel like I can just feel the negative energy 
and the bad vibes just flowing out of me. And I just feel like so much of a positive person afterwards. I'm just like, wow, I have so much positive energy in me that I didn't even know existed. And I just feel so recharged. And I always do it at nighttime before I go to bed so I can go to bed with good feelings and not fall asleep with all that negative energy in me. Um, I know that some people do it in the mornings. I'm kind of lazy in the morning. I just like my coffee, my breakfast, and my Netflix show, and I'm set. But you could always do it at night and in the morning. I don't know. But definitely meditate. I recommend it 1,000 times. Um, the next one is working out, doing yoga, and some Pilates. I always feel so much better after I work out. I used to hate working out, being active, doing anything that involved working your body or moving it. Ew. Like, that just made me want to vomit. But now, wow. I feel so much better and healthier after I work out, especially since I'm a very unhealthy eater. I just feel like I'm actually healthy when I work out. And sometimes... I would only do a five-minute workout. Like, I'm not somebody who pushes myself. I don't do HIIT workouts. I hate cardio. I like Pilates and yoga and ab workouts. Those are the three things that I will do, and that's it. I'm not somebody who likes to move a lot. I'm not much of a runner, so I feel like I can't do HIIT workouts. It's too much for me. Um, But obviously, if that's your thing, do it. And... But I personally would recommend doing something slower paced when you feel depressed or you're feeling those depressive feelings come on. Do something slower because it kind of slows your body down and, it, and you can also think. You can also be ask yourself questions like be like, why am I feeling this way and stuff like that. But obviously, if you're somebody who just like needs to not think about it. And just needs to forget about it. Probably you should do HIIT or cardio workouts. But I'm somebody who likes to get to the root of the problem. Because then most of the times that problem will not come up until like a few months pass. Like it's that feeling's gone. And I feel like when I wallow in it and I try to forget about it and whatnot. It comes back repeatedly. And that's something that you don't want to happen. But I know that everybody deals with these feelings in a different way. So if you're somebody who can forget about it and can literally forget about it and not think about it for a long time, then yeah, you can do those HIIT and cardio workouts. But I prefer, but I also just prefer to do slow paced workouts. So this may just be my biased opinion, but I recommend doing yoga or Pilates or something that doesn't require a lot of movement. I don't know. That's just my opinion, though. Everyone's different, so. Um, and then the second to last tip is relax. Like, let yourself relax. Whenever I'm depressed, I feel so unmotivated. And whenever I feel unmotivated, I'm constantly being like, oh my gosh, I have to get this done. I have to do this. I have to do this. And I'm not letting myself relax and just not feel the pressure that I put myself through and some ideas to relax is 
watch a movie or TV show, watch your favorite comfort movie. My favorite comfort movie used to be Sleepless in Seattle, but of course I had to take it off of Netflix. So my new comfort movie is definitely, maybe, highly recommend that movie. Um, Love Rosie is also, oh, chef's kiss, amazing. Definitely recommend that as well. Um, another thing you could do is listen to music, you know, put on those high energy songs and just dance it out. Actually, I hate dancing, so that's not for me, but if you're somebody who likes to do that, do it. Um, read a book, read some poetry, also some relaxing activities that I mentioned earlier are journal, meditate, self-care, you know, those things are also relaxing activities. Maybe you just take a nap, like, you know, I'm not a napper at all, you cannot tell me to take a nap, I will not do it, I've hated naps since I was a little child, um, but you know, if you're a napper, go for it. Maybe you can bake. You know, baking is super relaxing. I haven't baked in a while. So if I feel bad this week, I may be in the kitchen. So, um, but those are some relaxing activities that I would recommend. And the very last tip I have for you guys is realize that feelings pass and you are not going to feel this way forever. I've said this a million times on the podcast and I'll say it again. That is hands down the best advice that I've ever given myself. And I'm also somebody who doesn't take advice from anybody. So I came up with that thought on my own and you know, kudos to me, pat on the back Camille. But I love saying that it makes me feel 10 times better. Realizing that I'm not going to feel this way forever just makes me feel a hundred times better because I'm somebody who dwells on feelings. I just pick apart how I'm feeling every single day, every single minute. And when I realize that I'm feeling bad, I'm just like, ugh, I hate this. And then I tell myself feelings pass. And sometimes obviously saying that isn't going to fix or solve all of my problems within like that minute. Because a lot of times it takes a few days for me to actually feel better and get on my feet again and feel content and happy and stuff. But some people can just make themselves feel better within minutes and I'm jealous of those people. I feel like we all are. But anyways, so those are all of my tips and tricks for coping with depressive feelings. I know that those feelings suck. And if you are feeling that way now, I hope that you will feel better soon. And thank you guys for listening on today's episode. Turn on your notifications so you can get notified every time I upload an episode. Thank you guys again. And I hope you guys have a lovely day. to keep up with all of the latest news on cup of love you can find us on instagram at cup of love podcast and if you want to follow my personal instagram account you can it's at camille bocash